You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for July 25th. Since the last years of the 19th century, human imagination has been fired by the notion of intelligent life on Mars. Each time something new has been observed about the Red Planet, speculation would begin again. From Giovanni Schiaparelli's observations of channels, which Percival Lowell believed to be canals, to Nikola Tesla's detection of radio signals, which he insisted emanated from Mars, there have always been those who would ascribe any discovery, even slightly above Above the mundane as proof that Martians are real. And on this date in 1976, the Viking 1 orbiter, fresh from delivering the first successful lander to Mars, took a photo which was the genesis of more modern Martian mythology. While passing over the region known as Cydonia, Viking captured images of several mesas and small hills. One such mesa, oblong in shape, about one kilometer by two kilometers in size, resembled a human face. Being a low-resolution photograph, NASA scientists dismissed the idea that it was some kind of construction, citing pareidolia, or the human ability to see faces or patterns where none exist, as the rational explanation of the image, and thus the notion that Martians built a gigantic face staring up at the stars was quickly put to bed and no one spoke of it again. <laughs> Just kidding. The face quickly appeared in various media. Supermarket tabloids featured it on their covers. UFO believers and other conspiracy-minded enthusiasts began scouring NASA photos, searching for other signs of alien architecture. The most vocal proponent of this new myth of ancient Martian life was author Richard C. Hoagland, who wrote The Monuments of Mars, A City on the Edge of Forever. Yes, he loves his Star Trek references, in which he breathlessly describes a whole array of pyramids and other structures around the face in Cydonia. Over time, the face began to percolate into pop culture, but what degree of Martian mania did it inspire? Find out in a moment. Born on this day in 1971, actress Chloe Annette, who played the alternate universe Kachansky introduced in season 7 and 8 of Red Dwarf. The earliest media to embrace the face was the world of video games. Lucasfilm's Zack McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders featured the face, and this was soon followed by Final Fantasy IV, Doom III, and many others. The face also turned up in cartoon series over the years, including Invader Zim, Futurama, and Phineas and Ferb, as well as some comics and manga such as Battle Angel Alita. But in these instances, the face was usually mentioned or shown tangentially, more of an easter egg than a plot point, and often only for comedic effect. Attempts to portray the face in more serious science fiction are few and rather underwhelming. In 1993, during its first season, the Fox series The X-Files presented a story about an astronaut seemingly possessed by the face, despite not actually having visited Mars himself. The episode is often cited as one of the series' worst. The 2000 Brian De Palma film Mission to Mars didn't fare well with the critics either. This story didn't even involve the actual Mesa we know of, but the discovery of a completely different face, and the plot becomes more incoherent from there. 
Of course, today we have many better photos from Mars, and the face has been revealed to be the eroded hill that NASA always said it was. And so relegated to more of a punchline than a true mystery, it joins the Bermuda Triangle, the Chariots of the Gods, and the Harmonic Conversions as a topic only to be discussed on late-night fringe talk radio shows, where you can bet the guest of the hour will be Richard Hoagland, who remains the one true defender of the face. Now, what's all this about the Curiosity rover discovering a Martian doorway? Ah, never mind. Talk to the face. This has been five minutes of science fiction history, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for July 25th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.